We're here, bitches. We're doing it. Again. Uh, What episode is this? Like 10? 74? (laughs) You guys, we've only literally had like two episodes. Our last episode just turned into a three-part series. (laughs) And we like cut it down to and it was still long. Right. This is technically episode three, but we've actually filmed like seven once me and tori get through ours yeah. you know it's on to the dumb shit then it's on to like the ha- real like fun stuff dumb shit like, like sex like sex <laughs> definitely sex <laughs> i don't think tori even thinks she has a story she's I like don't. guys nothing she's happened corny. i'm cool like but she has no clue she actually really does well i like, have yeah. so much trauma i have a yeah definitely have drama yeah, yeah. For, sure. for sure but like you I underplay like your your trauma so often i do don't compare it to other people because you feel like oh people have been through way worse than me like well, yeah, I hear your guys' story and I'm like, oh, my life was a walk in the fucking park. No, you know what's crazy st- is that there is actually people who comment in the DMs is like, I, my story seems so stupid compared to yours. And I'm over here struggling. Meanwhile, you and your sister are going and I'm like, everybody goes through their own shit mm-hmm. and no one shit is easier than the next or harder than the next. Everybody, you know, yeah. Right? And everyone processes trauma yeah. so differently. Well, yeah, that's true. So you can't undervalue your story. Right. You can't belittle it just because it's not as dramatic as in your eyes. It's similar in in a completely opposite way. Yeah. You know, I'm excited to hear it. Yeah. Because I don't think we've actually talked. I talked about your story. I didn't grow up necessarily in like an, an abusive household. I had an escape. My stepmother is very much so. Um, an alcoholic who was very abusive and when we were kids she would um, verbally and sometimes physically abuse us my father did nothing to protect us but how long was your parents married before he was divorced and remarried I was seven when my parents got divorced do you remember them being married a little bit Um, I remember like I remember my dad wasn't really, he worked a lot mm. and he wasn't really involved. And he like always favored my sister. Like I rem- I do remember this one time that he tricked me. He had gotten tickets to like a basketball game mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, like there's something in the other room. And like there was some, there was nothing in the other room. And what he was doing was leaving with my sister oh and like so i just remember being left. that's traumatic in itself oh, but you remember oh. that that hurts yeah. my heart. Yeah. oh i'm so sorry <laughs> baby we'll take you to a basketball game that hurts my heart because i can't imagine doing that to one of my kids today yeah yeah for real. I, I remember that vividly yes. it was more right it was less abuse okay from him and more like neglect like he always fa- it was my sister like mean, so though. you say less abuse however like there had to i know there was like mental stuff going on definitely mental yeah um for sure my dad's like you know he's like somebody who can't really take accountability so that definitely affected you as a child because you watched your parents relationship you watched it fall apart and then him going into another toxic relationship yes once he met his current wife that's when the real like trauma and abuse started. Okay. She would like, um, she hated the fact that my sister and I were from a a different marriage. Mm. And so I guess we were that constant reminder. And so, and, uh, 
she would manipulate and basically like still to this day i'm 33 and she'll i don't see her anymore but when i did she would buy presents for my father for like father's day just from her and my father's other daughter that's from the two of them and would like make it known that like it was just the two of them like you know she never wanted my sister and i to be involved that's sad See, such we, scum i mean we you have step like the kids now yeah. with yeah. Jaylon. i have kids with her from different yeah like relationships and i can't imagine That'd looking so at hurtful. them like that yeah. excluding yeah. no right. Right. like that's awful and and i'm and i have a heart I, I can't even treat my daughter differently from them like i make sure like they want to treat everybody equal. equally yeah. but that also creates such insecurity as a child mm-hmm. and abandonment issues yeah. like up the ass oh hell yeah and and my father never my my stepmother would get very drunk and be so it was very like the family would come over she would play this put the, put on mm-hmm. this face to everybody so everybody my whole entire family thought that uh she was the nicest person to us. She was very covert. Yes. The minute the doors closed and the last person left the house and it was just us, the four of us, she turned into a completely different person, Mm. like taking money from us. Like for our birthdays, we would have to open our cards in front of her. um, And she would like take our money. because She was putting it in a bank account for us. Like, did your dad see these things happening? Yeah. And he didn't protect you from it. Never. and you obviously still have a relationship with your dad. It's rocky. <laughs> I love it. I love him because he's my dad, but um, it, it'll never be what it is like with my mom. Like my relationship with my mom will is very close, and I, I'll never have it's that. More relationship. rock solid. Yeah, I'll never. I'll, I'll never have that relationship with him because he still to this day enables her alcoholism. She's still very much an abusive. Yeah. Alcoholic. Like she. T- she took out my family probably doesn't even know this but she went after my grandmother with knives and like oh my god she was just like a very violent scary cops were always called and you know but why i don't think like why i when i compare i had an escape i could always go home to my mother yeah matter. but like it doesn't matter because you still, you still had to be there it. you yeah. still had to go through it and also like you ended up wanting your dad's love so much that you've now carried it through to adulthood to where you feel most responsible to keep a relationship Mm -hmm. in a way yeah oh hell yeah like my i spent a lot of time trying to prove my worthiness to my father Mm -hmm. and that translated into every adult relationship that i had until i met jaylon Mm -hmm. you know like holding and also mirroring him in the sense that he had he has such a hard time letting go of my stepmother still yeah and so i watched that and grew up thinking no matter what somebody puts you through no matter what toxicity you have to stay yeah and so i remained in relationships that's funny because i i i had that same mentality right and i stayed in i thought i had to because my mom and dad did the same thing right like you think you have they to just stick, stick it out, it out. Mm-hmm. yeah I also feel like you didn't have self-worth because you were basically like the stepchild, you know, like Cinderella yeah. in a way. Yeah. And so you didn't really feel worthy of love. No, you weren't, f- you were not made to feel like you were a priority. 
100 percent. so you literally grew up with that idea that you weren't a priority to anybody and now you even still to this day undervalue yourself yeah yeah constantly it's it's Mm -hmm. funny because so many people see it now even on the podcast and i don't notice it because i'm it's just how i normal 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 talk to you right right it's just how i live the lies that you've fed yourself for so long yeah yeah oh we constantly call you out on it we're like tori Tori, stop putting yourself down shut the fuck up like you're worthy just as worthy as any of the rest of us my therapist used to do it too because i spent years in therapy and she would be like why do you under um value your like your trauma what's it called like under undersell it or whatever Mm -hmm. like like i didn't think it was that big of a deal Mm -hmm. and she's like she's like you have like triggers and i'm like i do i did the same thing right i did the same thing with her and i'm like (laughs) well who cares i mean i I went through it it's gone now it's part of the past like who gives a shit but technically i'm like i'm like i really was still hanging on to it It was still affecting Mm -hmm. my day-to-day but you created (laughs) a whole personality yeah (laughs) you think that you've gone you've like slid through right and then i'll be like do you know that you behave this way because xyz and she's Mm -hmm. like oh (laughs) <laughs> right well, that makes sense oh, yeah. that, now it. that clicks because we went through it already right we're not it's like we're not doing it anymore yeah. we we're in a different stage in our right. life we're like okay but you don't realize like you said in the last episode it's where your brain is still stuck there you just don't realize that you're you're, not you're there. your body yeah your realize. body because you're with your body but at the same time like like right. i still find myself like my father wasn't like i said he wasn't abusive but he was very nitpicky and so, like, there was one day not too long ago, a couple months ago, probably over the summer, my f- I had to spend a whole day with him. And um, I didn't even notice. And after he left, I just sat there and I texted Jaylon and I was like, I don't know why, but I just feel like the lowest piece of shit right now. Like, I feel like, like negative value. Like he ripped you apart. He Yeah, it was just all day, just these little things like, like, Oh, why your ears look like that? Like, oh, just my like, right. God. It's because he's so. Uh, and he's an insecure do you mind man. If I say things like you that. You can say whatever the fuck you want. He's so insecure with himself that that's maybe but that's devaluing that, that. you because he sees so much potential in you. He sees how bright of a star you are. Right, right, right. And that's such narcissistic behavior to to devalue someone to make themselves feel bigger. Yeah. Because when you're around him, you make him feel little. See, now that you're speaking on it. Because these are things like like you're thinking about. Now it. I'm thinking about it, yes, but now I see how it affects you today. The difference of you then and now is huge, but I still see how much it's affected it you. Really and now I see you. when you speak on it how it's molded how deep you. it is. Yes, yeah. and oh, where yeah, it comes <laughs> from. So I, I'm understand. Like as we're talking, I'm tr- I'm I'm getting you. <laughs> yeah. Don't ever undervalue yourself. That that's that's mental abuse it really is i never realized either it was that day that it was took me 33 years of my life to realize like he was one of my triggers and one of the reasons why i turned every all the trauma that i had gone through turned it in on myself like whether it was being bullied in school or um you know being bullied by my stepmother which everything was happening at the same time Mm -hmm. like i was being beat up in school on top of then on weekends going to my 
my dad's mm. and being beat, beat up. up there and nobody was protecting yeah. me mm. nobody would believe us like we well, would tell the family and that's like, why you undervalue yourself because you've never had anybody to validate your feelings 100 percent. so you're like why would i even talk about my feelings if no one's gonna ever make me feel valid in it yeah mm-hmm. yeah so i've always just been like all you right. just downplay everything you suck yeah. it all in you think you have to deal with it all on your own Rio was the same way yep damn yeah it was and, and i wasn't even the fight like you know how your fight and jaylon's flight I was the flight. I was like my sister, my because she was my older mm-hmm. sister. She was the one that would like go toe to toe, and I'd be like Jaylon, like in a fucking corner crying mm-hmm. somewhere, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But like I still internalized all of it. Like some people become angry outside to the outside world. I you took it out on yourself. Take yeah, and you still, still do. Still to this day, like. I'm learning, but like still to this day, I'm like, you like, you you're know, very mean to yourself. Your dad right? is so lucky to the fact that you still have him in your life. Uh, he is very lucky. No, he's very lucky. I, was I don't literally thinking that. lucky. Yeah, he's I actually, don't judge you. I mean, no, it's, it's all okay. your lesson, but like, damn. Okay. But like, he yeah. doesn't deserve you. I'm he sorry. doesn't. He, I think there's a piece of him that might know that too. Yeah, at this that point. might be why he's so hard. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Definitely. And I mean, my, I don't. By no means do I, because he's he can be very manipulative when it comes to my stepmother. Like, oh, you miss out on the holidays when you don't come around. And I'm like, I'm not the drinker. Mm-hmm. I, I'm. This is a hard boundary for me that I don't. I don't want to bring my girlfriend around mm-hmm. it. I don't want to be around. I don't want to bring it's her toxic. children around it. Yeah. When, when I have kids, I don't want to bring my kids around it. Mm-hmm. Why would I come and spend the holidays? With and you? I told her that because we discussed like introducing the kids to the family and i was like when it comes to your stepmom because it's so much negativity mm-hmm. coming that way i said i don't need that around my kids i'm gonna protect mine yeah Sorry. and they don't deserve they don't she deserve doesn't that. Deserve no. Have them in, no if she can't love yeah no the man's chi- child that he had another woman mm-hmm. with you're gonna love mine no they're not gonna matter to you Mm-mm. you're lo- you're too in love with the bottle no keep it i agree yeah no i don't you don't owe them anything just because it's your dad well i told him too like he didn't so when we were younger there was one incident that um my sister finally stood up to my stepmother they threw my sister a sweet 16 party at their house Mm -hmm. and she had for years been making us open up our gifts in front of her any cards we had and um and he checks her cash, went to her, and they were opening up an account for us. We still haven't seen the fucking money. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, they were stealing money from us. So when my sister turned 16, she was old enough to realize, like, what the fuck was going on. And she was like, no, I'm not fucking giving you my money anymore. Right. And Good it was a, a big blowout fight. She tried to, my stepmom tried to pull my sister down the stairs by her hair. And it was uh, this huge thing. And my sister went home and said, I don't want her at my formal sweet 16. And because of that, my dad didn't go. My, like, you know, my dad and my grandmother were like, all right, we're sitting it out too. Is that your dad's mom? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So they, they ended up not going, but I told him now, I'm like, dad, when I get, and I've been telling him for years, when I get married, you're getting an invitation and you only, if you come with her, you turn, you do an about face, you fucking leave. Cause yeah, no. You're not, she's not invited. She's mm-hmm. not welcome. Yeah. And honestly, he's even more lucky. Right. <laughs> right. So, you know, I'm definitely a little bit more harder than my sister is. Have you ever told or expressed to him 
your trauma or had a conversation or tried to like it comes out in bits and pieces but i hold a lot in and i'm afraid to he's one person i'm afraid to be vulnerable with yeah like, i understand that yeah like, that's like me and my dad right because you don't I've, trust he them. doesn't give you a safe space no mm-hmm. right yeah i don't want him to see and me. you're afraid of the invalidation you're afraid of him just denying it or gaslighting you making you feel crazy well, right that yeah hurt, it, because when you do that i'm in that moment even though it you try to not let it bother and you already kind of almost know what they're going mm-hmm. to say but when they do invalidate you and and don't acknowledge anything you just said which i had a conversation with my dad recently about and i finally said some stuff completely ignore it and it hurts your hurts it does hurt your feelings it does absolutely and you're, you try i'm like it doesn't it's matter how much response. yeah you still get that human emotion yeah. even it doesn't matter how spiritual you are you're still in a human body and you're going to experience the like absolutely I feel like it also helps you to close the door, though. So, mm-hmm. like, if you did it, it would be just more of a push for you to be, like, uh, bound, like more of a boundary. Yeah. I, I guess for me, it's, like, um, I don't want him to know how much he's hurt me. I get that. Mm-hmm. But, and I'm going to say this because I know you're worthy of it. Like, he deserves to know how much he hurt you. I agree. A hundred percent. And you cannot protect other people from your pain. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So you're trying to avoid conflict by holding on to your trauma and your pain when you deserve to release that. He honestly, he deserves to see that look on your face when you say, this is what you've created for me. And do you think... And you know how healing that would be. Do you think her not speaking up on it is causing him to say, well, I can get away with this. 100%. I can continue doing it because it doesn't affect you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't think he understands. I don't think he knows. Right. Yeah, he definitely doesn't understand the extent of like, you didn't protect me. Yeah. You didn't protect mm. us. See, I think they, well, till this they day, know he what hasn't. they did. Right. But right. They're, they're he not still chooses her. They're going to pretend like they, oh, I did my best. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. He never protected us. And then... It was always, and the feeling unheard really, really gets driven home when, like, I we were trying to to tell our family, like, at a young age, yeah, my cousins and my aunts, like, this is what's happening, mm-hmm. and sh- and my stepmom had already gotten to my family, yeah, and told my family basically that me and my sister were just very difficult children. Uh, and oh my god, we we were having a hard time with the divorce. And you we, were adjusting. That's what everyone says about kids, right? We didn't want them together when really we were literally being abused every fucking weekend. In reality, you didn't care. Like you just wanted a happy home, right? Right? We, I, right? I I didn't care at all who my father was dating. Yeah, I just didn't want volatility every fucking weekend right. at, at eight years old so how did your may i ask how your mom handled the situation or my mother when you told- my mother always believed us but even she like she did the best that she could like she threatened my stepmom yeah or whatever but at the same time it was like kind of even out of her hands because a court, the court order like mm-hmm. we, i mean she, there was definitely probably more she could have done yeah like instead of letting you actually go there right she could have probably been like you know gotten full custody i don't even know like taking his rights away completely yeah because we weren't safe in the home like we were definitely abused you know right um but i don't think she even realized how bad it was so like nobody listened to us yeah so you've always nobody. been invalidated yeah and then as a kid like i got sick with a brain disease and i was telling everybody like hey guys like every adult in my life like hey guys i'm blind in this eye 
and I can't and like nobody was listening to me then and they're like oh it's just this or it's just that and I, I almost went blind fully because nobody so it was just constantly growing up like never being heard yeah oh my consistently God. like thankfully I went for a checkup and like the doctor was like, there's something wrong with her fucking eye. And I was like, that's what I've been saying this whole fucking why is it? Can I just say why is, is it like a European thing? Because mm-hmm. every time I used to like complain about something or whatever, everyone would be like, you're fine. You just need this or that. And yeah. I'm like, uh, just rub, I mean, rub Vicks on it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or pee in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not a lie. She's actually right. They would pee in your we ear. We would have had an pee. ear infection. We'd put, my mom would make us put, urine in a cup and our own she, urine our own urine yeah and she, we would she would pour it into our ear <laughs> oh god <laughs> because the back of the because i guess go. that urine is very um acidic yeah and it honestly it fucking worked no not not for me for me it worked i remember being a little kid and screaming crying <laughs> not and for she me. Would do i it, had to go my, and my, i would be fine my ear infection was so bad one time i went to uh the hospital and what I did they do the doctor, drain the piss out well, of your ear did you, did you do something why is, did you do, why is it so red <laughs> you know it looks very irritated and he was like what happened and i was like my mom made me my mom made me pee in a cup and put pee in my and my mom was mortified <gasps> oh that i told the doctor i'm surprised they didn't take us away from For her real. my you know the doctor was like and i was like <laughs> i don't know i don't know my i was said. young too i must have been like 10 or something even younger than that remember when we'd get stomach aches what did mommy do she we would have to lay on the ground and then like flat and my mom would put her finger in her in our belly button right here and then like literally walk around, around in our body literally and, and 10 our, times around us and what? the belly button would like twist, twist. in her finger and then after she was done, she'd hold it for a few few minutes there, and then she'd and then let it go slowly. And then you had to turn to your side, turn to your side, and then did just it work? It. Sometimes for me again, it worked. She, <laughs> it's like I think it was actually mental. mental. Maybe it was. I don't so know. Mental. It's mental. Insane. That's, I don't think your mom. I was she like, was oh, doing I feel she was just like doing <laughs> our belly button, and it would burn. I'd be That's like, not, when are you gonna stop torture? <laughs> I think that hurt more than the. Stomach. I think she was just distracting <laughs> you from the stomach pain with the pain in your belly button. That's man manifestation yeah at, at work you guys were like oh my mom's just gonna take it's it away like with her this. magic spell and my my skin would just turn and i'd be like mom will you stop oh god that <laughs> is cringing wow you guys it's i'm this, sorry yeah. oh my god i'm, I'm like, sorry how this, this turned into out loud is so funny i can't <laughs> oh it's actually so stupid i can't believe i was like well i'm glad you guys aren't deaf from piss in your ears For real. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny because when we talk about our trauma mine mine and her uh tories are so americanized like yeah it's so american it's like drugs yes. <laughs> it's like your typical run typical. of the mill yeah abuse no, and then like, like my belly button was twisted <laughs> off <laughs> like what it's like fingers in your belly button and piss in your ears like guys can't you just have drug addict parents? Yeah, like, <laughs> really, it would have been much easier. <laughs> Guys, grow wow. up and get drug addict <laughs> I think I would rather have drug addict no, parents. Are you serious? <laughs> I, I make this comment all the time. Like, I'm actually grateful for my trauma. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. No, you know what? Same, because, like, when I was gay, I was gay. My dad was, like, he, I mean, I'm not saying he fully accepted it. But, like, when I came out of the closet, the way he 
told my family was as if like my my aunt said to me she's like when your father called me i thought you were sick with cancer the way that he sounded oh, oh was, devastated yeah like did you hear the news about Tori? <gasps> oh my god and my aunt was like what and he was like she's a lesbian she's like <laughs> we probably already knew <laughs> so dramatic oh so what about your sister did she come out first or second no i came out first. oh really wow. really I did, did you know, know that, she was babe. gay too um so i came out and then shortly after she came out and i feel bad because i pushed her back into the closet i was like you can't do this you can't do this mommy mommy doesn't even know mommy and daddy don't even know about us me and like you're not gay you don't know what the fuck you want and like she kind of went back into the closet good job Tori. sorry d d i'm so sorry yeah for real (laughs) that was was old you i scared the fuck yeah i mean i was in high school she was like okay no but that's that's the oldest too i mean that's sad because that's what society yeah right it's not your fault it was like oh my god we're gonna kill our parents but that's the thing again you were people pleasing yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah. i was like oh my god we can't do this and then I was I outed myself. My mom was like, "Yeah, I don't give a fuck." My dad was like, "Did you hear the news?" And then she saw that like everybody was fine, and I was like, "All right, D, it's it's okay to come out, come out, babe." How did you come out? What was your experience like? Um, I didn't. So like, I I had um met my first high school girlfriend. Sorry. So my god, you fucking Virgos! I do the same shit about. It's a whole episode on how our girlfriends don't like that we have past. Seriously, they should have just stayed single for the rest. You should have known better. Came, tell me about it. Sorry, (laughs) don't tell me about it. It's for real. (laughs) We don't hear about it. Fucking want to hear it. So your first girlfriend. Stop. So so (laughs) I was coming out to one of my good friends, um, about it, and I was like, hey, I just want to let you know, I have a girlfriend now, and I like girls. And um, what are you guys doing? We're, we're, we're laughing about your girlfriend. Jaylon doesn't want to hear the story, so she's making faces. And oh, so got it, got what it. happened? So I was coming out on AIM. Oh my god, I forgot so, I about AIM. Oh, uh, okay, oh, yeah. I was gonna say AIM. AIM. AIM okay, yeah. got it. Um, and I came out and I left the chat open, and my mother, we shared a computer. Oh, my mother signed on and saw it and. And called me the next day and was like, I saw a conversation. Ugh. You're you like girls? And I was like, Yeah. And she's like, I just don't want to see it. And I was like, mm. Okay. And so then you want to pretend like it doesn't exist. For a second. Yeah. For a second she was like that. And then literally, I think it took like a week and she was like, Yeah, whatever. I don't give okay. a fuck. And then my dad was um for a while and I, and he still he hasn't said it in a while, but it's like hate the sin, love the sinner. Ah. And like he still to this day thinks I need Jesus, but he also he made also a comment about you posting a picture, right? So you've right. He a- makes excuses, kind of like her ex does. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not homophobic, but no, there's a but in there, right? There's always like a- another reason why you shouldn't be posting a picture of you and your girlfriend, other yeah. than the fact that you're gay. Yeah. It makes them uncomfortable. Right. It's like, oh, what about an employer? What are they going to say? Well, what about what? if a straight, what about if your straight daughter posts with her boyfriend? Are, is Do employers have to worry about that? Yeah. Why is that so disrespectful? Okay. Right. right. People so, have relationships, buddy. It's right. okay. It's 2023 if now. If I don't get hired because of my relationship, then I'm not meant to that's, be there. I that's exactly be there. what I right. said. I'm like, that's not a company I want to work I'm for. I'm so confused though. We're not in 1960. <laughs> right. They like, always take us not, back. Yeah. Like just because <laughs> right. you grew up that way, it's not how society no, is today. It's not. Get right. over it. 
they're they they're not going to be like she's gay <laughs> i can hire her i've done, actually yeah. more like that they'll hire you because they want to have diversity right on i've honestly done real. worse shit than eat vagina oh. so right that's not <laughs> what do you mean worse that's the best thing you could do for real i'm saying in their oh. eyes yeah, they yeah. think it's right like the worst thing he's been supportive in the sense that like he walked my sister down the aisle and he loves my sister's children and all of that. And like, he really genuinely wants to get to know Jaylon, but like, he's still also stuck in his beliefs. Can I make a observation here? Absolutely. Your entire trauma is around your father. Yeah. I have not heard, heard one thing about any other thing that has created your trauma besides that. I mean, it's that don't make excuses for it. No, no, he's the, he is the, crux my mom didn't cause me trauma like my mom not in the way that he did no right parents cause you trauma no matter what but my my mom didn't um my mom first of all she's very much so taking accountability for your mom's that's what we need in parents right like so like you said your mom knows she's screwed up yeah she knows she's made mistakes but she's taking accountability Accountability. she wants to grow she wants to apologize and be better for it i love your mom i do too when Deb, I if you're to, listening, we love, yes, love you. We absolutely <laughs> love you. When I even talk to her and have these deep conversations, she still has so much guilt. I, I yes. heard and she it. She says it. She's like, I feel so guilty. If I could go back and change, I'm like, you can't. You can't. That though. you're making her up lessons. for it now. That's yes. okay. Yeah. For sure. And that's why our relationship is so strong today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not because she never gave me trauma. Right. It's because she takes accountability yeah. for it. That's all you yeah. need as she a kid. Yeah, as a, we have to we have to understand that like. Our, our parents are raised by other people and oh, they yeah. are also like going through their shit and it, mm-hmm. it just takes work right. and y- even you might pass that trauma down My but mother, it's okay but it takes being self-aware yeah. uh-huh. so if they're not willing to realize i fucked up right right and take accountability and put action behind yeah that, that was yeah. wrong of me whatever right mm-hmm. but that's the problem My in most cases grew up in the same house as you guys and she wanted to break the cycle yeah did she perfect it when we were growing up absolutely not she spent years in fucking therapy and like you know whatever it took she whatever she needed um is she perfect now absolutely not but we don't want perfection no. Dude, all, your mom's a bad i love your all mom. Anybody oh my god she's a, she Deb really is, really is. Amazing. Yeah, she's, she's, she's dope and she's I've a really good her, mom i've heard her own up to not understanding things and being like teach me Yes. yes like i want to she learn she wants to yes. learn yes and she, that's what i love in a she person. has mm-hmm. taken my mother has taken me sat me down and been like even today today my sister made a comment because my sister's a lot harder on my mom uh. um in my you know how different siblings can have different stories relationships mm-hmm. too. yeah so with my sister for some reason she they have a relationship of course they're very close but my sister has held a lot of things against my mom and so today my sister made a comment to my mother about like oh you remember when we were younger and like we would have uh stomach viruses and you would freak out and so my mother came into my room and she was like i wasn't like that was i like do you remember me being this way and i was like no i just remember you like always fucking jumping over chairs for us to make it to the bathroom to like you know she would always make sure we made it to the toilet yeah. but freak out how like she yeah. was overprotective in that I don't kind of even, way of freak i don't out? know but like my sister made a comment but like my mother's the very so it's triggering her and she's like oh yeah. another thing that i did right mm-hmm. she's like why does your sister always do this and oh I'm like, oh you can't see that's that's what sucks is you can't like that needs to be a conversation that should between be a, the yeah. two of, it really Instead- does 
you say something to her, she won't look at you and be like, fuck you. I didn't That's do not that. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. She'll be like, did I really do that? Oh, my heart. Yeah. My father, on the other hand, not that I, I, not that I wouldn't die for him, but like he still has a lot of things he has not owned up to. Even when I have confronted him, I'm hollow apologies. Like you're just apologizing to shut me the fuck up. It's a manipulation. You, mm-hmm. Right. Right. Because nothing changes afterward. Yeah. And it's always consistently like, well, I'm going to continue to step over your boundaries. So my question is, do you feel responsible Mm. in your relationship with him? Like if you were to, if you were to shut him out of your life, do you feel like you can't do that because you feel responsible for part of his happiness now? I think it was always a lot. He drilled into my head because I've never had um, this very cl- like close relationship with him. Like I've never, I'll go spurts mm. where I see him a lot and I appreciate him a lot. And then like something will happen and I'll be like, this is why, ah. you know, and then I'll That's distance so toxic. Myself, it feels though. to me like it's like one of those toxic dangling relationships where he'll like dangle a good portion of your relationship and then he'll pull it away it's almost like that pull and love bombing push, love bombing kind of relationship we kind of honestly at this point we kind of do it to each other but like like i i push and pull too but you have a right to push but, and right pull. Yeah. yeah because you're waiting for him to take accountability it's not your yeah. you're, responsibility you're stepping in and you're saying oh it, this is gonna happen again so you're turning back around you keep right. giving chances right. back and forth right. over he, and over he always lets me down when it comes to that's my the step-mom. difference between the two of you tori you're not yeah. doing it to him you're giving him multiple chances over and over yeah, yeah and, and sure. getting hurt and then constantly. he'll do something or he'll make an excuse for my stepmother like it's so many empty promises like this is the last time like sh- this year alone, she was, th- no, this past year, uh, 2022, she was in rehab three times. Um, I, up until like, I want to say March or April, three times, April, you know, mm-hmm. and nothing stuck. Like she she goes to rehab now as a means of manipulating everybody mm. and keeping it and dangling. Yeah. And so my father will consistently, you know, for thir- for however long they've been together since I'm eight, well no, since I'm eighteen when he finally admitted she had a drinking problem. Oh, it took him ten years to wow. fucking come to terms with it. Um, from eighteen to thirty three, he's been like, I'm gonna leave her mm-hmm. if it doesn't change. I'm gonna leave her. I'm gonna leave her. Oh, I'm getting a new place. Oh, I'm not in love with her. And every single time she starts drinking again, he starts continuing with excuses. He basically has a it's, trauma bond with it's her. It's hard now. for yeah. me to hear it because it's. It's like this continuous toxic cycle that just continues your childhood for you. Yes. Like you haven't been able to heal your your child wounds because they're continuing. Yeah, it's very triggering. Yeah. My my family too, like my cousins, you know, I had to take a huge step back from them because they made excuses. And still to this day, like, you know, now I've, they know, don't even bring it to me Mm. because I have no sympathy or empathy for the person, like for the woman. But like... I've had to put them in their place. Like, you know, stop. Mm-hmm. This is ina- like everybody's enabling her. Yeah. And mm-hmm. making excuses. And somehow I'm the horse's ass. In it's kind of sad because it feels like your whole life has revolved around their problems. Like they bring it all to you. You kind of are like the bu- buffer for everybody. Yeah. I've always been looked at as at, out of me and my three sisters, my two sisters out of the three of us. I'm like the problem, you know, because um 
I don't, my father's always looked at me like I'm this lost soul, like uh, the one that needs the most help and, and the one mm. that needs the most attention. And um, because I've, because I'm the only one who's been like, wait, this is like kind of how you your, speak your parents look at you. Do you speak out? Is that yes. why? Yeah. Cause I don't shut my mouth. Yeah. And anymore at least. And um, I'm very like, re- like, you know, I go against what mm-hmm. he thinks I should everybody needs to do challenge yeah challenge him um but he I don't know our relationship is very like teeter-totter you know when does enough become enough though like when does it become like okay I can't take this anymore I don't know honestly I think it's oh going back to I think it's guilt he's always said like when I, it's always been like, when I die, you'll regret, you know, not oh. spending as much time with oh me. Oh my God. And so that's in the back of my head. And Ma, I, it's like that's my mom you really that have to let text go. me and told me she was going to oh, unalive man. herself because I wasn't responding to her text messages and after she's she still living deaded my sister. So. And even if the, it has nothing to do with any of they, you. The manipulation. They're grown, grown adults. They can take care of themselves right. and they can take accountability for themselves. But it was always put that guilt on me. No, well, it's been drilled into me. Like when I would Aww. not, when I wouldn't answer the phone or this and that. And oh, my f- mom does the same thing. Oh, like, you know, Aww. well, you know, when I'm gone, well, I'm not here forever. When I'm gone, you're, you're, you're going to wish you spent more time with me. You're going to wish you answer their phone more. And like, that's drilled. Into okay. My but head. what if I, God forbid, I passed away before you. Mm, good point. Why do then you get would, to decide? That's true. What, good what, point. And you regret the fact that you treated me like shit, basically. My but entire I don't think life. they would. I think that's the problem. I See, don't the other think way these people would ever take accountability for their actions. I, yeah. When it comes to my dad, I think if he was ever going to, he would have already. That's what I mean. Yeah. And to me, taking accountability means I did this and I'm never going to do it again. And let me be better for you. Yeah. Right. I feel like when, when you start actually getting to a, a good point in your healing journey, like when you're healing a lot of your traumas with that are like associated with your father. She's right. I'm going to, I kind of do see you cutting complete ties and mm-hmm. not and or setting better boundaries e- like even harder boundaries you've established that your dad traumatized you 100%. um oh god i have a question first before you do okay go whatever ahead. you're gonna do um do you see like when you do get married how involved your dad's gonna be on your wedding day for you um it gives me anxiety to even think about yeah it. see then that's not, that's a, good not thing. a good thing that's really not i you know what it is it's like Again, guilt. Like, I feel like I'm going to... I want him to be a part of the day, right? But I remember his involvement in my sister and Alessia's wedding. And, like, not that he ruined their wedding, but there was, like... Like, I don't want him to pay for anything. Anything financially, I want him to not even have any um, hand in because I don't trust him financially, Mm -hmm. like, with certain things. Mm -hmm. Like, financial things happen that he... He said, oh, like, I'll take care of this for my sister and her wife and then ended up doing like a chargeback and like made up some excuses to why. But then my sister and Alessia ended up having a lien on one of their accounts and the sheriff went to my mother's house. And oh, God. Jesus Christ. Right. So I don't want him financially no, involved. No, no. Like, you want to pay for something? Give me the cash. Yeah. Up front. 
Right. And I'll take care of it. Honestly, I'm I would never want anybody to pay for my wedding at all. I never want anybody to hold over my head what they did for me. Oh, never. That's true. Like too. that. I would mm-hmm. rather pay for it myself. Cause we did later, it all I don't want to hear. Oh, I paid for ABC and D. Oh, yeah, you're right. No. Yeah, no. Paying for it for ourselves makes it that much more enjoyable. Special. Yes. Yeah. It's so oh, special. Yeah. You and look around, you're like, we did this all ourselves. You did it on yep. your own. We didn't I got that. nothing from f- our parents, like not even yeah. like a gift. Yeah, they I feel like nothing. not. I feel like you know how he made you uncomfortable even posting a picture of you guys kissing. It's like, why do I want you around them when I'm kissing her publicly? Well, that that's another thing. It's like <clears throat> he's uncomfortable. That's what I'm saying. Now you're going to be thinking about the fact that he's there. I picture. I, uh, to be I honest, told her that. Like I picture. I always picture my mom like yes. having a heavy part in oh, it. Oh, yeah. Your mom should be 100%. definitely a heavy part. She's going to be a heavy yeah. part in it. Like, for if sure. you don't officiate, I want my mom to officiate. Oh, that'd be adorable. That's what I want. I don't know. We didn't even, yeah. like we didn't even ask. So we can stand we were going to ask you yeah. to oh, do shit, it at one you, point. And then shut we're like, up. Yeah. You want me to officiate? That'd be cool. 100%. You would? Yeah. We were afraid that you were going to be afraid to speak. So we're like, well, she's probably going to say no. No, because she could make it fun. I like we want you to do walk it. down with Amber yeah, though well, at the uh, same uh, time. So gonna, I don't know. You're gonna be my best mate along with my sister, but I would also want you to like officiate. Yeah. Oh my god. That's yeah. really adorable. I love Hell that. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Because oh. you're, you're the one, you know, you're her sister. We're all yes. connected somehow. That's so cute. You know, and, then, and then Amber's gonna be the maid of honor. So yes. it's just you know, the best mate, the maid of honor. <clears throat> and then my so lit we're only gonna have by the way like not to just jump to our fucking wedding wow <laughs> but like <laughs> we're only there. gonna have best mates and maid of honors yeah yeah, yeah we're keeping it's it gonna simple. be our wedding 2.0 it's gonna be so exciting i can't wait yeah. oh my so god it's gonna be fun i see him i'll probably give him like walking down the aisle with me next to my mom you know you know what though so much could change before that right so I much agree. and i, I agree. feel like Right now, I see you deep diving into your spiritual journey. And hell yeah. The way that things are going, like full speed, I see you setting really firm boundaries and people not being able to respect them and things changing dramatically before then. Yeah. That's how I'm envisioning it. I can either see, I can see either that and if that happens, then yes, being forced to do mm. that. But now he, my father is right now on the precipice of like he can make the right decision with what's happening in his life or he can make the wrong decision and at this point if he makes the wrong decision i don't know how much i'm gonna be able to like like i have i have one last thread of hope Mm. for him to leave and go do his own thing universe works in mysterious ways i know i know so we'll fucking see so i want to get back to after um childhood so you (laughs) (laughs) so you lived through all of that after you turned 18, did you move back in with your mom permanently? Mm-hmm. You didn't go back to your dad's anymore? No. Okay. And uh, well, when we were, I want to say 14, was when, according to the court, we had the autonomy to be like, no, we don't want to be here anymore. Really? 14? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And so at 14, my mother was like, all right, I'm not going to make you do something you don't want to do. Obviously, there's something going on. Um. And she was very like, she was very, like my stepmother was very controlling too. There were certain rooms we weren't allowed into. Like it was a computer room and we liked going on the computer at the time. We would play computer games Mm -hmm. and she didn't want us to do that for whatever reason. So she would lock us out 
And so like, again, I was rebellious. So I found the key, stole it, made sure she could never lock it again. Like things, mm-hmm. just stupid shit like that. Yeah. Um, and then like just being accused of a lot of shit. And then when we were 14, when I was 14, I was like, I'm not going back. Oh, you okay. probably were so relieved that you didn't have to go back. Like, yeah. Um, my father was, again, it was, it was a guilt trip. Um, and it was like, oh, you love your mother's side of the family more than mm. you love. Uh, and it was like, yeah, because we feel safe. You right. know, like mm-hmm. we're, we're not, you don't protect us. We're not safe. Nobody right. makes Once us. Once again, f- taking no accountability for mm-hmm. what was happening over there. Right, right. Like, it was all your fault. We were being brainwashed. It was a lot of like, your mother's brainwashing you. And even to this day, it's like your mother doesn't. My father and my mother sat at my living room and they like compared notes and my mother was fucking screaming and this was a couple months ago i think i was texting you and i'm like my parents are literally fighting right now my father he has just a skewed reality about what happened Mm -hmm. and my mother looks at him and is like you're out of your he thinks he was the hero in the situation Mm, (laughs) they're delusional always (laughs) my mother's like are you out of your mind like i fucking work three jobs to keep a roof over my head you left me with dick you couldn't even buy your children's school clothes because your cunt wife wouldn't allow it like you know what i mean yeah and, mm-hmm. and you're sitting here like you gave me this house like fuck you like you know yeah and i know my mom's go already. off deb yeah for real oh my she's gosh. a badass she was like wow see this is what i mean by deb the for president cycle there's yeah. no accountability going to be happening never never so eventually so when is yeah. it when does it like jaylon said when is it enough to where you set a boundary and you're like i know my worth mm-hmm. yeah i guess there's a piece of me that like i said there's that guilt you gotta let let that go go. it's not your problem if anything your father should have the guilt that he picked a woman over his own child but then seeing him not even being so delusional right he can't never take accountability for that take accountability or maybe he knows that he did is wrong but can't own it and won't own it yeah he's never gonna say it out loud no right that's unfortunate there was that day that they had that conversation i did open up to him a lot and and like without getting emotional because one thing i will not do is cry in front of him Mm -hmm. but i was like dad just fucking like be honest for once like Mm -hmm. why do you stay with her Mm -hmm. and he was like honestly out of convenience and i was like oh i can at least fucking respect it instead of you making excuse after excuse like she's like not that bad of a person i can at least respect you being like no yeah i stay with her because it's convenient you know the whole hers him staying with her isn't even the problem right right there is, that doesn't affect you right it's now it's so not the issue giant. it's right. so like him leaving her it's never gonna happen Mm-mm. no i, I want you to so. know that that's not going to happen there's no reason for it it's comfortability for him yeah right we're talking do you understand the trauma that you have caused caused me my right. whole life and i need you to understand that you did that yeah i haven't had that conversation mm-hmm. yet that's a conversation that needs to be had to be honest with you yeah i think so definitely he should hear it. And who cares if you cry in front of him? He, he should see how he much should see he hurt how much you. He hurt you. Yeah. And also, you know how we build up in relationships? We build up the idea of somebody. Yeah. I think you've done that. You may have romanticized the idea of what a dad could be. 
I just always wanted to be good enough for I him. know that's what I mean. Yeah. Like you're holding on to some thread of hope that he could be that dad you always wanted him to be and love you the way you deserve to be. That one day he'll look at me and yeah. just be like, I'm genuinely proud of you yeah. and all that you've accomplished. But do you really do you need, need your dad's need validation? Is that validation no. from him? I mean, no. That's what we're, we're trying to, to point out is that that's where the self-love comes into play. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the, the fact that you don't need outward validation to be loved or to be enough or whole. Yeah. You know, I'm, st- I'm, I'm slowly letting go of it. Like I don't, he's pissed me off so much. Like he's consistently reminding me in life, even now that like, I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Like, <laughs> you know, according to him. Seeing how, how Rhea and Jalen were able to cut off with how toxic her, their parents were. Yeah. It should be like a glimmer of hope for you that if they can do that, that you can too. Yeah. I look at her and she, she says it a lot too. And I, and I think to myself like, yeah, you know, it's the least I could do for myself, but also like if it ever became toxic Mm -hmm. to us, like for my relationship, I mean, it's already kind of gotten a glimmer of toxicity within the relationship. Yeah. Of the disapproval and making it an issue that we're being affectionate on social media. And that makes you uncomfortable too, because then if you're at family events and you're around these people, that makes you not feel. And I told her that I said, how am I supposed to want to have a relationship with your dad when he makes comments like that? It's called fake. I can't fake it. Even with the excuses, you're always going to have that in the back of your head. Like how do you, really feel sir like, am i am i supposed to be kissing her right now I mean, can i hold live, her hand how am i supposed to sit with you when i right. can't expect her we I lived can't. in the house and she had to fake it because we lived there i mean we tried to but it was hard for we her. would go upstairs mm-hmm. and she wouldn't t- touch me she didn't want to sit next to me like we couldn't yeah. be affectionate to each other like that and that's you wild feel so devalued right and and i guess for me i'm so like desensitized to it that i at this point i don't give a fuck what he thinks about my relationships you like, right. might not care well, that's yeah, what i'm that's saying like, i don't Is realize that, i feel like she'll yeah. be the reason that you're able to put those hard boundaries up oh absolutely you don't want her to ever feel hurt absolutely and and if it came down to i mean this is just fact like if it came down to me choosing her or that like um, and my... in no way would Jalen ever make no. you choose somebody. But no, I know no, what she, she would do is she would make you choose your mental health, yeah. right, over a person, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you can you can only be abused for so long. But we right. talk about all the time how like you have to you're you're preventing your father from receiving his own karma. It's true, mm-hmm. and then you receive and then you karma. receive karma because yeah. you're, you're you're not allowing him to. Yeah, you're giving him so many chances that he doesn't deserve. It is. It's and enabling. It's, it's for funny. Sure. It's funny that you say that because I'm so like everybody enables my stepmom, and I refuse to enable that. But yeah, you're right. In a way, I am still enabling my father to um, do what he does, and to there's no there's no recourse for yeah, his. No actions. one's holding him accountable. Yeah. Right. At the end of the day, he knows you're still going to be there. That's the thing. Right. So he doesn't care so why he's would gonna, he take accountability so he's gonna why say, would he change he's never had to right, right. he's gonna say whatever he feels because he thinks he's gonna but get away even with it. even when i have distance because i've gone like in the throughout the years i've gone like six months uh, how eight months without mm-hmm. speaking to him like no contact and he just plays it's not like oh they always he plays come back the and nothing happened well that and oh my daughter won't talk to me oh I yeah i don't know why like like it's <laughs> like I'm the like how your they, parents. Are well, then at this point, sit back and figure it out. 